Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, co-host of Mention It All. I'm Barry Rosenfeld, other co-host of Mention It All. And I'm Danny Murphy, and I mention it all about true crime on Not Another True Crime Podcast. So there's that. Danny, lovely to have you here today. This is a weird um, New Year's, Christmas, in-between week. I fully feel like I'm sleepwalking through this week right now, if I'm being honest. I don't know if I'm asleep, drunk, or high on Sudafed. It's one of the three, or maybe all three at once. And I'm very, I have no clue what's going on. It's that week where everyone's like, I'm off. Like, no one's working. And it's like, no, no, there's still some of us that are. Well, it's last so funny. Night, yeah. <laughs> last night I had, it was Monday night. And I had, I think, like, two heavy pour glasses of red wine. And there was, like, maybe another glass left in the bottle. And I was like, oh, I'll just finish it. Then I'm like, it's a Monday. And I... I actually do have to work tomorrow. Like I should, I should not do that. Yeah, but then you always have to think about the next time you drink that, that wasn't going to be enough for the next time you drink wine. Yeah. As a professional. (laughs) Yeah. But it's enough that it's like, that's one glass and then I'll probably just open another bottle. You know, True. it's okay. always, it's Listen, as long as you have it planned, as long okay, as you so have you're it a chef it. over here, mixing your wines together. I'm into that. No, but I know it's sangria. Be- yeah. Sangria, a little sangria, <laughs> but I feel like this time of year is the same as like when you're like in high school, but then when you're like, Oh my God, school's out for summer. Like this week doesn't exist, but what, then you're an adult. You're like, Oh no, you have to work during the summer. You have to work during this week, right. Christmas it- and new year's. It's a, it's a whole scam. It reminds me, I don't know how it was where you guys went to high school, but we would have during like AP testing, mm-hmm. pe- like normal classes were like sort of not happening because people would have these AP tests that were like half the day. And so it was like, oh, like I I like barely have anything to do. And it's like, no, I have a huge fucking exam on Wednesday morning that I like need college credit from. Well, see, I wasn't in AP classes, so I don't know what you're talking about. Fair enough. I was, but I shouldn't have been. And then hindsight, my school, like my college accepted none of them. So I truly just wasted money to like fail calculate to have like someone, I don't even know where they graded, tell me I'm bad at math. And I'm like, I remember, yeah. Oh no, 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 I'm genuinely bad at math. I'm bad at math. I took AP statistics and was like counting on getting college credit from it. And then didn't pay attention all year and was somehow mad that I didn't get a high enough score on the test. It's like, I did not earn that. (laughs) Guys, I don't know how we swerved way into college course convo, but I have one more to add to this. And I love love forensic science. So I took as in true crime and I took a forensic (laughs) science class in high school and I thought I was signing up for the one that gave college credits and like one quarter in, I was like, when do we get our credits? And she was like, you're not in the college credit class and I was like are you effing kidding me I just devastating I was in the I saw what I'm not even good at that I went to the wrong class <laughs> I imagine you showing up rolling up to college first week being like no I took driver's ed I don't think I have to take any classes they're like bitch do you know what you're signing up for <laughs> Uh, Okay, so we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the major controversy with Hilaria, Ilaria, however you want to, Hillary Baldwin, who is facing backlash because she is um, not Spanish. And we're going to talk about all of the stuff that is streaming on Christmas. We have Bridgerton, Wonder Woman, lots of stuff happening. We're going to talk about 
our thoughts. And we're also just going to talk about New Year's Eve because we can't not talk about New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. Yes. Never. But before we get into that, I just wanted to let you guys know to check out shop at shop.betches.com. We have tons of stuff. I know the holidays are over, but that doesn't stop everyone from buying stuff for yourself, for your family members, for your friends, anything. Check it out at shop.betches.com. So now that that's done, let's get into Alaria. I I truly would have, I don't like know how to say her name because I know that she's like said that it's Ilaria, but like, I feel stupid going along with her like Spanish accent. So I like, I'm like, do I just call her Hillary? Like, what's the what's the etiquette of pronouncing Ms. someone's Baldwin. name who's been lying? Yeah. But um, <laughs> so I mean, we're not going to do like the in depth, full, full, full rundown. But basically, for years, she is so she's Alec Baldwin's wife, and she's had five kids in the last like six years. I mean she's been in the news a lot over the last several years just because she's like a yoga instructor author influencer podcaster whatever and she's in the she news because has... she's alec baldwin's wife yeah no yeah tell me you other know, people she has her own, she has her own stuff yoga i'm not gonna ever say a woman is just important because of who she's married to but i will oh okay <laughs> um so for years she has told people directly and implied indirectly and been vague about her being Spanish and her name is Ilaria and she has this accent and there's this incredible video of her in a cooking segment, not knowing the English word for cucumber. And, you know, this has gone to a lot of different levels. She has five kids who all have very Spanish names. She has a dog whose name is Diego Manchego. She, you know, her bio on her agency's website said that she was born in Spain. There was a lot of different layers to this. She's built her brand kind of like that being identifying as a woman from Spain and kind of like using that as her persona. Right. And last week uh, she got exposed because it turns out her name is Hillary Hayward Thomas. She was born in Boston. She grew up in Massachusetts. Her parents are both American from the US. She maybe spent some time in Spain growing up a little unclear, but she's she's a whole ass American person. I can't believe one human being exposed this entire decade long story about Hillary Baldwin just going on her way, living the life that she wanted. And some one person who had nothing to do that day was like, I'm going to do a deep dive on Hillary Baldwin. Well, that's why I think this happened. The only reason I feel like this story is this story is because of we're living in the week between Christmas and New Year's during COVID. We're like, if I was being, if I was able to go to a bar right now, would I be Googling the Baldwins? No. If I had to go to work right now, would I be Googling the Baldwins? No. But because I'm on my couch wearing a mask, yeah, I'm stalking. It's yeah, it's funny. This whole thing started basically because Amy Schumer kind of made fun of her on Instagram for something completely separate. And then Hilaria, who is like, she's the kind of person where she builds her brand around just talking about stuff constantly. So, of course, she had to make a whole video addressing what Amy Schumer said about her. And in the video, she has an American accent. She does not sound Spanish at all. And so this woman on Twitter, Lenny Briscoe, like did this whole thread based on this about this ruse that Hilaria has had of pretending to be Spanish. And it really is, it's interesting because it's one of these things where 
there was so much clearly there's information out there that's been there this whole time that disproves all of this stuff about her but it's like we 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 will believe a lot of stuff when people say it. we take things at face value a lot of the time so it's like if some woman is hosting a podcast and she's like yeah i grew up in spain you're not going to be like i bet she's lying i'm going to google it like you know our our instinct is to think that she's telling the truth so in some ways it feels crazy that she pulled off this whole kind of you know lie but in in another way it's also like yeah i guess nobody asked that many questions like she's just Alec Baldwin's wife who has a podcast and teaches yoga. Well, my initial reaction to this entire thing was who cares? Like that was initially, I was like, this is too much. Like I don't, I literally don't care, but then it actually got the dedication is actually on another level where you have to care at some point because I think the whole, her naming her kids, I think that is, there's no issue with that. I think that because she spent her summers in Spain and grew up there, she wanted a, like some sort of dedication. I, I really don't think that's a problem. I think the actual issue is that her, well, not, I think the issue is that she was, she says she is Spanish when she's not, yeah. you're, you're completely entitled to be fluent in another language any right. any be over anything my pardon me my minors in college was spanish okay oh, okay did i are. i started taking spanish classes when i was in fifth grade right okay right it's fun i feel like the issue here she in her igtv videos that she posted she's kind of accusing people of judging her for appreciating culture or teaching her kids spanish or you know grow like spending time in spain and it's like that is not the issue here. Like the issue is nobody is saying like, it's so bad that you're teaching your kids a second language. The issue is that she literally <laughs> made up this identity that has, and has, I would say she's profited from that. Like it, yes. if she's just Hillary Thomas, I think she's, she's definitely less interesting. Well, and also because it, well, that it's the whole thing too, because that's exactly, she's kind of being like, she workshopped this story of her, moving over here kind of like having all these victories heralding all this stuff and it's kind of like oh that's not totally the truth at all and then it's one thing too kind of what you were saying Barry of being like oh you can still love Spain and your trips there and the and like whatever you have there but just say like oh whenever I would go over there it was so nice and then you could kind of pivot to even be like more of the importance of traveling with your kids or something like that not trying to have this whole new identity did you guys see the story, though, of how this came out about for her? Like, I don't know if I can believe this. I saw it on two different places, Ooh. so maybe. But the fact that Alec Baldwin tried dating Salma Hayek years and years ago and because he was shut down, she got word of it. So she was like, I know his type, so I'll do it. And I was like, whoa, first of all, anyone to go out of their way to impress a guy. OK, we've heard that before. But Alec Baldwin is not someone I would probably change my entire <laughs> <laughs> life for. Entire a lot life of people, around. yeah, yeah. She was like, a lot and of then people he have... took her out, and she was like, "Oh my god, oh my god." Like oh my she's god. texting her friends, like, "What is the Spanish word for this?" Like, just in a full <laughs> cold sweat, trying to figure out. I've seen he a lot of people me. have been kind of wondering aloud whether how much Alec Baldwin knows about this, like if he's in on it or is kind of just like didn't ask that many questions or whatever. And I feel like, like Alec Baldwin, as much as I have enjoyed some of his performances, he is not somebody that I consider to be like a great dude. So like- You're putting it politely to him. 
So like, I'm not sitting over here like thinking like, it's not like if, you know, somebody that's like this, it's not like if Tom Hanks, if Rita Wilson turned out to be like a liar and, Tom, and it's like, what did Tom Hanks know? It's like, who cares? Like Alec Baldwin is like a kind of a shitty guy. Like he probably did know and like, didn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, and now it's kind of just, he probably just left voicemails for his other kids in Spanish. He did I knew do you were going to bring that up. Because <laughs> that's my thing. I don't know. All I want to be is I'm like, okay, Hilaria is insane. But can we talk about, remember when Alec Baldwin, that Ireland video, when he was like, yes. I don't give a fuck if you're 13 or 12. And then, and then Ireland's defending Hilaria too, which I get. He called but, her an ungrateful little pig. Pig, yes, pig. Which I'm like, that's my stage name. How dare he steal that from me? <laughs> and B, it's kind of just not what you, I don't think that's kind of like a fun word to call a child. Uh, Wait, but, but his video that, in general was very bizarre. Oh, so bizarre. bizarre. And now I'm wondering too, because Dylan, I know you're a big SNL person. Do you think they would cover yes. this or not? You know, it's, it's, I've actually thought about that because he's like the king of SNL. Yeah. Obviously he's hosted a million times and he spent the last four years playing Donald Trump. I feel like they might, I, it depends it depends. Like, I don't know if they have an episode in the next week. Like, they're off for the they're holidays. Like, I feel like it's going to pass. Like, I feel like they'll get out of talking about it on SNL mm -hmm. just because that's like a big, that would be a big bridge for them to burn. Unless or they'll they do like a Alec random plop. Because I feel like SNL is the kind of place where it's like Alec Baldwin might feel comfortable enough that he could come on and like mm -hmm. make a joke about being Spanish or something. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I feel like we're going to forget about this in a week tops. Oh, so. When the ball drops. <laughs> Guys, if we're still talking about this in a week, we need, like, there's bigger problems. Like, we need something else, great, positive, to happen. Well, you know we why we're talking vaccine. about it, too? Because there's no, we need the vaccine, but also because there's no, I'm not, like, watching any, like, fun things. I feel like there's, I, I feel like I'm not, like, loving any new things that are coming out. So I'm like, I guess I'll just stalk Hilaria again. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, so speaking of new things coming out, we have plenty of new things that have come out. So Let me know because I know nothing. <laughs> so on Christmas Day, we had a big streaming drop, basically. And so we got Bridgerton on Netflix, which is, if you recall a few years ago Shonda Rhimes left ABC and signed this massive deal with Netflix and this is kind of the first big show that she produced for Netflix Ooh. so we have Bridgerton that all the episodes dropped on Christmas the new Pixar movie Soul came out on Disney Plus 
Wonder Woman 1984 was released on HBO Max. And it's interesting because this is the first year where big movies like that are being available on streaming. Like Wonder Woman and Soul were supposed to come out in theaters over the summer. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we'll just, we'll put it on the streaming service and I guess have at it. Yeah, I am kind of into that personally. Just because I always feel like I loved going to a movie theater because like I would want them to send me the popcorn and Diet Coke. But then there's something <laughs> about being like, I could just like not move. I'm That's like my dream life is just to not move my legs ever. So I'm okay with this. To be a hermit crab. It's, Pretty much. Just it, hermit. It's interesting because I love going to the movie theater. I've talked about it on here before. Like I'm excited to go back to the movies. I definitely don't think movie theaters are like dead. But it, it is kind of nice to have kind of the ultimate freedom of it's on my Disney Plus app whenever I want to watch it. And like I watched, you, you know, I was alone on Christmas. I had like a set time that I was like Zooming with my family, but I woke up early. So I watched Soul at like 9 a.m. Like if I would have gone to the theater to see it, but I certainly wouldn't have been there at 9 a.m. the day it came out because that wouldn't even be an option. That's true. Okay, so, hear me out. And if movie theaters decide to do this, I really want some royalties. They need to send, Danny, you like reminded me when you said that, I don't understand why they don't have a delivery service during this time. Number one, to keep their employees employed. And number two, to keep their customers happy because everybody wants a fountain diet Coke and movie theater popcorn. Yeah, why isn't, everybody. why isn't AMC theaters on Uber Eats? That's what we need you know to get what? to. You know why? Of. Because if they sent me... A jar to go jar full of the amount of butter no. that I put on my movie theater popcorn. And then I'm like, why is this the size of like a love seat? My love seat in my living room. I would, I would just be like, well, I'm never watching a movie. I'm not doing anything ever again. Also, let's be honest. If you were to Uber eats a large popcorn and large soda from a movie theater, it would be like $46. Oh, without I would, I would buy it twice. I would buy it twice. That would well, not stop me. <laughs> that's the other thing you brought up too. And that's kind of why I'm into these new streaming online. Cause then I'm like, if I, in hindsight, cause you don't always know if a movie's good. And in hindsight, if I paid $25 to see Wonder Woman yeah. 1984, if I paid money for that, I would have, I, I don't even know. I would be tweeting at Kristen Wiig being like, imagine all the people getting a fucking refund. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> why, see, that's why I loved pre-corona times, my AMC A-list membership, because I would pay once in the month and then I don't feel the pressure from the individual movie is relieved. Like I don't have to get $25 worth out of Wonder Woman. That being said, I do think there's movies like that can be more enjoyable on the big screen. So mm -hmm. it's like, if I was sitting there with my popcorn and soda and like everybody was having a good time around me, maybe the two and a half hour movie would have felt more fun. Well, that's, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head too for like certain movies. Like I miss going to a horror movie in the theater because everyone's like yes. screaming together or like a movie theater, like, or it's like a girl's trip where everyone's so rowdy and laughing too. Like if it's really, really fun and like you're talking during the movie, it's fun in public or a scary movie. But I guess maybe an action one too, but like Wonder Woman, I'm like, was there action? Was it just, she was just whipping like floss. <laughs> I hated it. I'm sorry. I Barry, hated it. Barry, have you seen the first Wonder Woman? I don't do, I don't okay. do um, Marvel. Not not in, it's superhero not, yeah wow but, but i don't do the marvel a, or superhero movies nope if you're a comic fan out there we know that wonder woman's not marvel <laughs> however there is a rocky marathon on amc tomorrow on friday oh rocky one through five and you will see me on my couch Ooh. doing that Barry, what are your thoughts on bridgerton so far 
Okay, so I am on episode two, so I'm not that far into it. Um, I'm on episode four, so no spoilers or anything, but I'm not that far either. (laughs) The people that know me know that this is not my type of show. Like, it's not. I'm not into this at all. But watching it, me and Dylan were talking earlier, and he he said it was, what'd you say, gorgeous or something? And it is. Like, right when they were showing the buildings, everything, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, this is really nice. But is uh, what year does it take place? It's not now. It's it's eighteen. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like the early eighteen hundreds, like Jane Austen era. I haven't okay, seen so- it yet, but I'm just loving. You're like, I think it maybe is twenty seventeen, and Dylan's like, it's eighteen. No. You're like, no, it's, not now. it's not now. I'm like, bitch, it's, it's two hundred years ago. No, I know that. So, but the cool part is that I will give this. I'll tell you this, Danny. The coolest part, I think. The background music is via vi- violins and they play present day music. Ooh. So I would go, oh, yeah. So go, what be song like, is that? And they were, it was playing Thank You Next on the violin. They'll be at the like, ball and they're like dancing and you like hear the music and it's like this. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. okay I but think- I, I do like it so far. I think right away it gave me, it did give me Gossip Girl vibes, but from whatever fucking year you said this was from to year 20, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Barry's like I Barry's like I skipped math and history apparently. <laughs> it's it's She's like, like the 1300s. I did skip history. I did skip history so. But now I'm wondering too because everyone's talking about the Ariana Grande part of it. I wonder if because she did that Netflix movie that was just her concert if they're like, "Hey bitch, we're taking this we're taking this string for free, baby." Can we, they were like, can "Okay, we go here's there 20 extra dollars." They're like, can "Here's we 20 extra dollars. We're going to put thank you next in the show." <laughs> did you guys watch that? We'll go back to Bridget. Did you guys watch did. Ariana's? Okay, so I did. Okay, so I feel like Danny, you and I are on the same. I did, and I was like, hold on, I love Ariana Grande, but all these stars and and musicians and everyone's coming out with these um documentaries, and this wasn't a. I was taken back because it wasn't a documentary, and I was like, that's annoying because I didn't know I was watching a two hour show because that's because I, I saw fair. the concert live and I'm like why am right. I now watching this I don't really think it was advertised as a documentary I thought it was I didn't know was, that well they always it was clear walking. it was clear that it was a concert movie like I didn't know that it's like that. the same Netflix like last month they put out there was like a Sean Mendez documentary that was like oh actually a documentary Dylan's like listen then, for the word documentary and then <laughs> right along with it they put out the Sean Mendez concert movie which he might like talk a little bit in but it's it's different. I I don't know. I I knew what to expect going in, so I just enjoyed. It was That's like fair. watching an Ariana Grande concert. I don't know. Because whenever I see a pop star on my screen, I'm imagining, which is one of my favorite films of all time, documentary or not, the Katy Perry part of me. Yes, oh. I saw that in theaters. I saw. Like, I cried, and if people on my screen, him, I cried too. Katy Perry is on what stream? Which one is that on? Oh, that, this know. was before I, streaming. <laughs> this was I saw it in theaters, bitch, in high school. Oh, I'm like, I, I think I'll be on Vimeo. Guys, you know I don't know what year it is. On my screen right now on Netflix, I'm watching Conor McGregor's um documentary. I just love documentaries. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. And so for this, no, I was like, okay, sweetener. <laughs> okay, know. the Katy Perry Four. one is so good because she's on tour. But like, so they show her performances. But then in the background, her marriage with Russell Brand is like fucking falling apart. And... I have seen it multiple times and I've cried each time. Yeah, I like the the part where she's like, I met someone and goes into her song E.T. And I'm just like, this is, I'm like, why am, why do people watch Citizen Kane when this is available? Where is Russell Brand? Um, Like now, right, right now. Like what I couldn't is tell you. To? Okay, no. well, we, if, if anybody knows, let us know, please. If you have Thank tabs God. on Russell Brand, please let us know. Yeah, I just okay. hope he's not popping up anywhere for like New Year's Eve broadcast or anything like that because I don't need to see his face. 
true. Um, well, yeah. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepies Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, Their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So I'm curious, do you think after when the pandemic is, you know, winding down, we're not there yet. Do you think these movies that are coming out on streaming, obviously they're not making the money in terms of the box office that they previously did. Wonder Woman is in theaters as well as on HBO Max. And it made like, I don't know, 50 million or something worldwide, which is a small fraction of what it would have been expected to make otherwise. Do you think we're going to see the types of movies that they're making change? Like, are they going to be willing to spend the money on it if it's, you know, kind of less returns? I feel like I just feel bad that Wonder Woman made less than I did this year. So that's what I feel. I said 50 million, Barry. Yeah, I know, Dylan. I know what you said. I know what you said. She was the girl who had the idea to put the thank you next instrumental in. So she's raking in the (laughs) Barry right now. She's the guy. I'm like, I need to. I'm like, I'm going to change my year end eval if you're making $50 million. (laughs) Imagine. I don't think that people are going to stop making movies because the creativity is going to still be there. Maybe they'll think of something else to do or maybe further down the line, but that'll affect so many jobs, so many 
this, that awards, you know, these producers love award shows. So. And I feel like what's going to happen is they're going to get smarter that instead of like, I feel like Wonder Woman is a great example of just like how it can be done. And now people are going to be smarter being like, how can we roll like roll in more dough from like a partnership with HBO right? that or these like TV networks are going to start making their own high action movies because they're like, well, we can try to do it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when you're thinking about streaming, there's just a difference. It like success is just measured differently because mm-hmm. obviously, like when Netflix is spending all this money on, you know, there's like a George Clooney sci-fi movie that came out last week on Netflix, so bad. So bad. Um, but it's like they're spending, you know, big bucks on that, and obviously they know they're getting basically zero box office from it. But Netflix is not focused on that. They're focused on keeping and growing their subscriber base and then they're like raising that by a couple dollars or something so like the the kind of goalpost for success is completely different and i think that might be reflected in the types of projects that are made but in general the people at the top are still making money it's just coming from a different place exactly yeah we never have to worry about them <laughs> god bless oh my i was worried I about thought- I was worried about Netflix, Sony. The Netflix CEOs, there are two, like there, it's like co-presidents or whatever. They're making thirty-four million dollars a year. That's not like, even a lot compared to other people, to be honest. <laughs> for for Netflix, that's actually true. I'm like, <laughs> that's not a lot. I w- didn't even flinch at that. That's like okay. It's like imagine every time you get a paycheck, it's like almost a million dollars. Well, because um, Gal Gadot, <laughs> she got ten million for some random Netflix movie that I have not heard of at all. I think it's coming out next year, and I'm like, oh, what? God. I don't think she's a very good actress, but you know. I don't how think do you like. Where do you negotiate there? Like, how does Gal to go be like? You know what? Okay, or what if she's like, I want. Tw-. How do you negotiate what you get from a film? If do you guys um, know? Well, her manager will ag- do that. You have like yeah. an agent. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I know, but it's. I don't. Just gal's like, Gal's not taking meetings saying this is what I'm worth. They're this just going to be like, I'm hi, I'm Gal Gadot. <laughs> gal Gadot thinks about. She thinks about. Okay, so I like sitting by my pool in at my mansion in Tel Aviv this much, how much mm-hmm. do I want? How much, what, what makes it worth not being there for three months at a time? I, that is, I guess that 10 is million will do it, <laughs> I guess. So we shall see, I guess I'm wondering when I've always said this in the past, like when this pandemic is over, the movies theater is not the first place I'm going to go. Unfortunately, although I do uh-huh. wish I, it's just, I can't, I can't, I'm not doing it unless yeah. I rent it out. Which that's not a bad idea. I saw somebody do that to watch It's a Wonderful Life with their family. Nope. And I'm like, that movie, no. really? No. That's a that's a whole thing. And I'm like, you want to be like enclosed, like Star Wars status, crunching in with your family for that long? That's a lot. That's I don't know if no. it's worth it. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I 
must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. We're spending time in family, and that's pretty much the only people we can see for New Year's Eve this year. There's like, obviously, we shouldn't be partying or going out or anything like that. How do you feel about New Year's? Are you excited about it at all? Are you, you know, do you normally like New Year's? Well, my friends and I, since obviously I grew up like going out in the city is what me and my friends would do like since high school. So for us, New Year's is extremely overrated. It's an it's an expensive overpriced night out where so we as natives would stay in because or just go to a local bar because it's just so stupid. It's all the people who don't live in the city coming to the city. No offense to anybody. But now it feels different because it's forced. I <laughs> like, would know. That's exactly I like it. to make the decision of staying in. I don't want you world to make it for me but it seems right. that's what's happening well it's funny i'm the flip side because i'm exactly you because i think it's like a halloween a new year's all these yep. big holidays get overrated i'm like yep. i can buy a twix bar on myself i can go out <laughs> to like watch a clock turn by myself you know what i mean i don't need that but i'm such a new year's eve stayer inner just because it's usually just like and the main yeah. thing everything's so overpriced and it's so crowded and it's not that fun. And like, I love I when just, it's like one hundred and fifty dollars, all you can eat and drink, and you get one glass of champagne. Because yeah, and I'm like, 5, this place is called like McPatties. I'm like, this place usually has like three dollar wings and a C Zagat rating, but it's charging one fifty for this. So I kind of am like, just yeah, it's it's so funny to me. It's like obviously you expect that like clubs and stuff are 
doing their thing for New Year's, but it's hilarious when like regular shitty bars and restaurants try to be fancy for New Year's and they're like, it's this much for an open bar. And it's like, I'm not spending $200 to step on like a gross sticky floor and like pack it. You know, it's it's funny because everybody wants a piece of the pie. Exactly. And we get dressed in our glitter and sequin dresses and we're going to that dive bar. And it's like, no, this doesn't seem right. So I think that I'm going to make myself a martini just because it's New Year's Eve. You know, I usually drink vodka sodas, but I'm going to make a martini and maybe like some sort of, I don't know, I'm going to be sleeping before the ball drops probably. So really? See, I think I would feel like super wrong going to sleep before midnight on New Year's Eve. That would just feel sacrilegious to me. Oh, I'm not a problem with that because then yeah, the whole thing is I'm like, I feel because this maybe is why I'm Alaria Baldwin because I'm like, I studied abroad in London. I'm so much more British than like, I'm American. I'm from New Jersey, but England is in my home. I'm like, it's been New Year's there for five hours. Let's 35 a.m. there. Yeah. I'm okay. So I'm curious if you're going to, if you're just going to be at home this year, are you planning on watching anything? Are you going to watch like a New Year's broadcast or pick a movie? Or, like, I don't, I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. Oh. Here's here's what because I kind of am a master at staying in. So here's my tips for anybody who okay. needs it. What I like to do is that you start with the beginning and just to watch them shake. So you watch them get nervous and get the dust bunnies off of them. So like you see Jenny McCarthy and you see Lucy Hale being like red leather, yellow leather, kind of stressing out how they're right, going to right, for right. nine hours. And then you pivot to sex in the city yes. only to halfway through when they have the New Year's Eve ball drop before Carrie and uh, Miranda start fighting on Valentine's Day, when Carrie goes to New Year's Eve with Miranda and they have not the, the you're not a law odd long sign. Then you go back to, well, Andy and Anderson. And, but I think I'm going to watch this year. Um, Amber Ruffin is doing the NBC one and I love her. So I think I'm going to watch her. Okay. So that's how you guys do it. Wow, <laughs> you that's, that's a full agenda of I'm New very Year's lonely. <laughs> Eve programming. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember as a kid growing up, we would always watch, um, it used to be the Dick Clark and then it ended up yeah. being the Ryan Seacrest. But then they would do Ryan Seacrest would be in New York, but then they would cut to a different party in Vegas that was always Fergie hosting. Yes. Which <laughs> I I feel like nothing says nothing says New Year's like Fergie like shouting into a microphone at a packed <laughs> club in Vegas. <laughs> like, she's who we deserve this year. My favorite part of New Year's, though, is when they show the celebrations in all the different countries. I love that. I think that's, that's really cool when they do like the, the fireworks. And also it's the future. The, like Sydney Harbor fireworks yes. and then like the London Eye fireworks. Yeah. And, and I'm glad they got the practice of that, watching everyone celebrate uh, Biden-Harris winning. <laughs> like yes. NBC knows how to cut to Sydney and cut to <laughs> London and cut to Belize shouting in the world. So we're, we're ready for it now. I'm curious what the Times Square vibe is going to be because obviously it's not going to be like a million people like it normally is like is it like is it gonna I feel like it's gonna feel really strange to have all these like TV hosts just standing there you know I just feel bad for all the money like I I really do it is it's a money maker times like this so think about all the street vendors think about all of those people that sell all that stupid light up shit the pretzels the this this like all that like there's that's who I feel bad for and that's also what makes it like New Year's and and New York like and so that's the little stuff that that sucks but no. Well, they're having a lot of live performance, so I do feel like people will be popping around a little bit, unfortunately, but like New York is going to be so cold, I feel like they hopefully be distanced because like, on, uh, like Andre, Andre Day is going to be there. I think like J-Lo mm. too. 
There's going to be random names. Justin I don't know Bieber has a huge show New Year's Eve. He's yeah. been practicing for. Well, that's the thing. It's so oversaturated now because I feel so many of these artists that aren't getting booked on like an NBC show are making right. just money doing a partnership with some brand and doing their right. Own they're music. like, I'm on. They're like, I'm on YouTube Live doing my you know exclusive <laughs> concert at 11 p.m. and it's like. I'd probably rather watch that than watch like whoever is, you know, talking at me on ABC. I know it's always Jonathan Bennett doing the most random broadcasting from somewhere. He's like, he, he's like, I'm at Clark's, the shoe company, not Dick Clark. I'm at Clark's. Broadcasting live. Jonathan Bennett is the quintessential celebrity, like opening of an envelope celebrity. And you know what? He gets his checks and that's all that, you know, I'm like, I tip my hat to him because good for him. He's staying employed. Exactly. Um, so you guys, let's discuss some of our New Year's resolutions since that's all we can think about right now. Ooh. Have that's you thought? All we so can you, think about so right you now. haven't thought about them, it no. seems. I, no, I, um, I, I thought we weren't doing those. I'm like, I wanna... I'm like a non, I'm like a not a big resolution kind of person. Oh my God, same, honestly. Like my friends are always like, what are your goals? And I'm like, I don't do, I don't have, well, I don't know. Girl, you know what I do because I am, say it with me, narcissistic. I do it on my birthday. Cause I'm like, this is when my year fucking starts. I don't What's give a birthday? shit about January 1st. I want to do May 3rd. My... Yeah. Oh, I thought your birthday is January. You just said January 1st. I was like, oh my God. When is I'm your like, birthday? Thanks for getting me nothing, Barry. <laughs> no. When's your birthday? May 3rd. So I usually just like do okay. a little like reframing and recalibrating there. Okay. I like that. It's like you start five like, months. Like there's in. so much pressure <laughs> in January. It's like I'm not drinking at all. I'm eating so healthy. I'm going to go to the gym every day. And it's like, let me just figure my shit out on my own time. Yes. The second week of January is not when I'm making my biggest moves. Like, it, let it's me just tell not. you, I will never be one of those people who is like January 1st, dry January for me. Goodbye. Okay. And for that, you know, I appreciate you. No, <laughs> I know. I tried to do whole 32 Januaries ago and mm -hmm. it ended awfully. See, whole the fact that you even miserable. remember how many Januaries ago means that's how bad it was. It's like I remember. survived something. I like overcame it. <laughs> Guys, we tried <laughs> anything. So we tried to talk about anything just now other than New Year's resolutions. We were like, um, and that's, pickles. And that's okay. If you're listening and you don't have a New Year's resolution, cheers. You'll you'll be cheers. fine. We're all going to make it. Cheers to you, boo. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week in 2021. And yeah, enjoy. Stay safe. Betches.